As we've studied the life of Joseph with Scott Pauling, we've learned that this study isn't necessarily about Joseph, but instead about the God who was with Joseph, even in the darkest of circumstances. As you look at your own circumstances through the eyes of faith, do you recognize God's presence? Oh, that we could learn to live in the presence of God. Be sure to stay tuned after today's study to learn more about Scott's book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. I'm sure when we concluded our last study that some people thought, well, our our study in the life of Joseph is over, but it is not. Because though we've concluded the Genesis account of Joseph's life from Genesis 37 through Genesis 50, uh, we have not concluded everything God says about Joseph in his word. We're comparing Scripture with Scripture. I draw your attention today in our study of the Lord being with Joseph to one of the Psalms. It's one of the historical Psalms. And in the heart of it, there are several verses that are devoted to the life of Joseph and the Lord's work in his life. It's found in Psalm 105. I I hope you'll take the time to read the entire psalm. It's an amazing psalm. And the context is God's blessing on the nation of Israel. I love how we see here God's work in one man's life and God's work in an entire country. And God is working in individuals. God is working in in people groups, and yes, all of that is connected. But in Psalm 105, I draw your attention to verse 16 down through verse number 22. Let me read it to you. Just listen for a moment and see if this doesn't summarize what we've been studying. Psalm 105, verse 16. Moreover, he called for a famine upon the land. He broke the whole staff of bread. He sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant, whose feet they hurt with fetters, he was laid in iron, until the time that his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. The king sent and loosed him, even the ruler of the people, and let him go free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his substance, to bind his princes at his pleasure and teach his senators wisdom. What a powerful summary uh, of the life of Joseph and the Lord's work in his life. I want to talk to you, if I can, in the next few studies about some things that God uses. Did you know God uses everything? God will use anything that's yielded to him. God uses small things and large things. God uses good things and bad things. God wants to use us, and God wants to use all the things and people that touch our life to help us be the people he wants for us to be. I remember years ago being in a car with Uh, my longtime pastor and mentor. And I said to him one day, Pastor, I really want God to use my life like he's using your life. I was a very young man at the time starting out, and I will never forget his response to me. He said, Scott, there are two kinds of people in the Lord's work. There are those who use God, and there are those who let God use them. May I repeat that? There are those who use God, or at least they try to, and there are those who who let God use them. I wonder, which one will you be today? There's so many people trying to use God so they can have a better life, a more comfortable situation. They're trying to use God for what they can get out of God. Joseph was not that kind of a man. Joseph was the kind of man who simply placed his life, all the people in his life, all the circumstances in his life in God's hand and believed that God could somehow use all of this for his own glory and purpose. And indeed, he did. 
What are some of the things that God uses? Well, let's start with one today, all right? First, God uses difficulty. We don't like that, do we? No, we want to see how he uses the pleasant things and the comfortable things. But in the story, God is using difficulty. Now, this very positive uh, work begins with a negative tone. Listen to verse 16. Moreover, he, that is God, called for a famine upon the land. He break the whole staff of bread. So he uses a famine in verse 16. Then the Bible says in verse 18 concerning Joseph, whose feet they hurt with fetters, he was laid in iron. He not only used a famine, he used fetters. I've marked those two words in my Bible. Psalm 105, 16, famine. Psalm 105, 18, fetters. The famine, that's what was going on around Joseph. That was the the circumstances, the things that touched his life. The fetters now, that was a much more personal thing. These were the things that specifically touched him, his own body, his own spirit and soul. And so, on every hand, Joseph had difficulty with which to deal. First, he had a famine. At least 19 times in the story of Joseph, the word famine is used It's interesting to me that God can give you provision and plenty and supply. He did that in Egypt for them, did he not? And yet, the same God who gives can also take away. And the same God who can provide can also hold back things. Egypt was known as a land of plenty. And in a moment of time, the land of plenty turned into poverty. The Bible says that God broke the whole staff of bread. He just broke them. God is the blesser and the breaker, but always the blessing and the breaking is for his plan and for his purpose. God uses difficult things like the famine. See, in the famine, you're brought to nothing. In the famine, you come to the end of yourself, and this is what God is doing in the famine. And then God used fetters. Now, this was not just some national thing. This was not just something on the local news. This was deeply personal. In fact, the Bible says in verse 18, his feet they hurt with fetters. That was physical. And then it says he was laid in iron. That phrase, laid in iron, literally means the iron went all the way to his soul. We have this idea that the chains, the fetters touched his feet, but that was it. No, this wasn't just physical. Those two years sitting in prison, all that was said about him, all that was done against him, you know what all that did? It hurt him. It grieved his heart. It broke his, it broke his soul The iron went deep. There was physical pain. There was emotional pain. But I want to point out to you that that iron would be the very thing that God would use to strengthen him into being the man that he could use in Egypt. See, Joseph came out of that prison a different man than he went in. Oh, he went in in faith and came out in faith. But I tell you, he came out with a stronger faith than he went in with. And he came out a more mature follower of the Lord than he went in. God always works in the difficulty. He's using the famine in our world right now, and he's using the fetters in your life, and both of them are being used to draw you closer to himself. What a good God we have. Life is not always full of just good things, and circumstances are not always good, and I can tell you people are not always good, and we are not always good, but aren't you glad God is always good? And our good God is always working in our lives to bring about his perfect plan and purpose. Romans 8, 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Do you love God today? 
Do you believe in your heart that you are one of the Lord's children called according to his purpose? Then if so, rest in this today, dear one. God is using the difficult things to accomplish his plan. And you may not see it now. You may not understand it until you get to the other side. But know this, God is at work in this world and is using the things we would never choose and the things we cannot understand and the things we cannot change, but he's using it all to accomplish his great plan and purpose. I wonder, would you just pause wherever you are today and commit yourself afresh to God and commit your circumstances and your family and your situation to God and say to the Lord, Lord, I believe you are using this to accomplish your purpose in my life. As believers, we long for the day that we see the Lord and forever will be in His presence in heaven. But friend, you and I do not have to wait until then to live in the presence of God. In Joseph's life, we are reminded that the Lord desires that we stay in His presence throughout each day and in every circumstance. This was the open secret of Joseph's life. Scott has a tremendous resource that will equip you to live in God's presence. His book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org forward slash Joseph to download the free digital book, access the audio book, or purchase the hard copy version. Our prayer is that this will inspire your daily walk with the Lord.